Welcome to One Or Boat. Welcome back to One Or Boat in our series, Super Shorts. I'm in the studio today with, like, this punk rock chick, Izzy from Torrington, Connecticut. I'm so excited. This is one of the first times I've had another podcaster on my show. So that's so cool. Um, if you don't know Izzy, she has the podcast, Never Mind the Broadcast. And I think you guys should check it out if you're into punk rock, alternative rock, hardcore, the skinhead scene, anything along those straight edge lines, you need to check her out. This is a really uh, hardcore oriented podcast. So saying all those things and taking the deep dive into podcasting and uh, punk rock podcasting over the last week, Izzy, tell me a little bit about what you're doing, what's in your playlist, and uh, why you're why why punk rock. Well, I've been playing punk for a long time. I mean, one of my first bands was a punk rock band. I mean, I played three chords and that was a rap, and then I kept playing three chords forever now. <laughs> so yes. My, I, I just gravitated towards it. I just really wanted to do the show because it, it, I just, I felt, I fall in love with new music. I love finding new bands and it's super important to me to spread the word about them because I know what it's like to be, you know, in a, in a local band and nobody really gives you the benefit of the doubt or even, you know, care. Even the time so of like, day. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and I'm probably, I'm like, let's go for the little guy, you know, like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like they deserve all the credit because they're busting their butts. They're going around and playing these small shows and to nobody there. And it's like, you know what? You deserve credit for what you're doing. Yeah, so that's, that's true. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not just punk rock. Everyone. I grew, I grew up, uh, we were playing live shows when I was 15 or 16 years old. Basically, we've said this on another podcast that we would follow our friends' older brothers into clubs and that's how we would get gigs because they were there so we were there but uh you know i've played for beer i've played for food i've played for free uh in a in a foreign country we played for a hotel room one time so that we'd have a place to stay the local music scene is usually pretty crappy i mean not not the talent the way people are treated exactly and that's what i and you know and and i respect the hustle of a local musician because i did it myself like oh, it's I toured, a grind. I, yeah, it's a grind and you have to hustle you have to keep promoting yourself because who else is going to do it you that's know? right so right now in the punk rock scene so i grew up with like uh bands like tsol corrosion of conformity gbh uh you know just minor threat uh youth of today the vandals what are obviously it's not green day green day is punk pop um you know most people when you say punk rock think Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two, but that's not that's not really what you're talking about. What is the new punk rock? Well, I like going deep underground. Like there, I like to go because, like, I I like listening to bands that just give it to you raw. Like they yeah. they just have something to say, and it's just super important. Like stuff that nobody else has said before. You know, like that's what I love. I love when the lyrics just hit you in that way. So just like how Minor Threat was a huge scene in the straight edge scene, like I like finding bands that have something to say that's important. And it's like, oh, I haven't heard this before. This is awesome. You know, that that's stuff. I fell onto your podcast by mistake. And I saw, <laughs> I saw um, the big yellow banner with the pink and I went punk rock. Um, I knew it was like I knew it was like a, a throwback to the Sex Pistols. I was like, OK, you know, 
I was stunned and amazed and had to share with my friends the music that you were sharing. I was like, this sounds like 1987, 1990 punk rock. There is no, there's no difference to the drum lines, the, the sound of the guitars. Now, now the voices are different. They're like, who's these guys? I don't know those guys. But you could you could turn on a band like The Faction or Seven Seconds and then play one of these bands right after them if you were a punk rock DJ. Exactly. And and I kind of I love that sound because I that eighties like punk sound, like I've always gravitated towards that because I felt like that was when like when like punk was like punk. You know, it's like it was like that's when it was like super punk. It's so crazy. That. There there's all these people that want to talk about uh the late seventies, early mid to late seventies, were like the birth of punk in in England, but that wasn't the punk that that my friends knew. We weren't no. playing records from the seventies when I was graduating high school. That just wasn't happening. We were playing stuff that came out in the few years before us or right now, and and right. I think it's the same way in the punk scene now. I mean, I I am just. The number of bands when I when I go to your Instagram, and the number of bands that are just in you know like uh, talking to your content or you know replying or hitting the like, and so I'm like, who are these bands? I've never seen so many bands in one place do you know talking. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I, I love it. I love it. It's like a community. That's what I wanted too. I wanted to build like a community for bands to you know not. You know, just to get to know each other, I I, I, I was super thankful because I, there was a band that uh, listened to the show and they and they've hooked up a show with the other band because they liked them on the show. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's cool. Here. I, that's I, cool. I have been to shows where two bands wanted to play with each other and like mid show, they were like, I hate you. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> how did we get on the same bill? And they, they sounded exactly alike. You know, it's like if, if Toad the Wet Sprocket walked in and the other band was Toad the Wet Sprocket version two, I hate you. You know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Why? You guys sound like <laughs> Yeah, we sound so similar. I don't get it. But uh, dude, um, who are you personally, like right now, if you were going to grab your Spotify and start playing up songs, give me three bands. Oh, so I would definitely go with Oil Change. I love that band. Um, so there, there'd be number, there'd be up there and, um, unwanted noise. I love them a lot. They're like the street, you know, punk sounding. And then there's this other band. Oh, the battle beats. Okay. I haven't put them on my show, but they should put their song on my show. I like them. And and they have like a, I, I just like their sound. It's like, it's like very DIY. And I like that DIY sound. It's cool. Um, DIY has always been, oh, I hate to use this word an ethos. A cornerstone of punk yeah. rock, a DIY. Uh, I definitely remember friends of mine, if not me too. I mean, but uh, people recording with the Fostech, Fostech's full yep. track, you know, in their bedroom, and and then trying to figure out how many things can we hook together to get a whole drum set, you know, on a four track. I love the DIY. I also love that there are people who are embracing in other music genres. The uh, idea of having fuzzy, noisy, lo-fi-esque um, sounds in your music. I love it. Yes. Yeah, I love it. The dirtier, the better. I'm like, yes, just bring it. <laughs> I, I think there's a, there's a healthy balance between um, 
having that punk rock, grungy guitar sound, uh, super clean and snappy drums, especially off the snare. And then some something in the background that's just like, you know, just, yeah, yeah. Like it sounds <laughs> like there might be a record in the back. I don't know. There might be a record playing back there. Maybe that record's warped. Who knows? If it's warped, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I saw, and this amazes me, and I, I kind of forgot that the punk rock scene is this way. All walks of life. There are 17, 18, 19-year-old kids who are doing headliner shows for punk yeah. rock, punk rock, you know, like all age shows or maybe like mini fest four bands in one night and there's you know 17, 18-year-old guys there. And then and girls, this 45-year-old guy and his 45-year-old potbelly friends that are, you know, dads, <laughs> they're dads. It's and, all age range. And, it's and awesome. Dads in that. cargo shorts and Doc Martens playing playing straight up punk rock. Yeah, it's it's That's a new badass. scene. It's a whole new world that would have never happened in the eighties. It wouldn't, but I love that it's happening now. It makes yeah. me happy. You would have had to come from Ireland or England or something to show up to a band to a to a to an all ages show in when I was a kid and be like over thirty, you know, and, and, <laughs> and throw down. You know, oh, I want to get in the yeah. mosh pit with you. You know, dude, uh, where are you from? Cross town. Now get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That was a different story. It's well, just like it, it's just, it was a different time. It was a different time. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, part of me wants to embrace it, and part of me is still kind of shocked. I, uh, I'm like, I'm still shocked that, that that there's kids that are showing up to shows in uh, jeans with white button up shirts and uh, suspenders. I'm like, who are those kids? You yeah. know, where did they come from? <laughs> who are they? Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> they were they were popular. Um. You know that 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 look was definitely popular towards the mid '80s, and to know that there's kids out there somewhere riding a subway, you know, in a group of six or eight kids, you know, with Oxblood, Doc Martens, and suspenders on, kind of makes me happy. I still I enjoy it when I when I look in a crowd and I see like spiky hair, mohawks, or like you know, or or shaved heads. I'm like, God, this is my people. Yeah. Yes. And, and what's crazy is, is I don't look like that, and you don't look don't like that, and and it's just fine. There are no punk rock shows in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. There may be a very small community in Nashville, Tennessee, but I think the closest I'm going to get to a punk rock show might be New Orleans, oh, maybe, wow. and that's going to be two or three hours for me, or oh. Atlanta, and that's a that's yeah. a trip. That's a truck. That's a trip. Yeah. Dude, have you enjoyed this? I love this. This is a lot of fun. Dude, I am <laughs> so glad you came on my show. Would you like to do it again in the future? Yes, absolutely. Dude, I want to book you in the future. And uh, I I want to get you on here with my co-host. And I want to uh, I want to talk for a long time about like what punk rock really is and how... Uh, how you can be involved in a punk rock scene, you know? I mean, there's a lot going on there that we didn't even didn't even get close to. We only touched the surface, but let's 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 go in next time. We let's we got it. We got we got to. They have mohawks. That's where we got. Yes, they have mohawks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, thank you. I will talk to you again soon. We'll talk. Before we go, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. 
And if you found value in what we shared today, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps others discover the show too. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on social media or through our website.